Don't miss the Save Big Sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, save up to $400 on the best mattress brands like Beautyrest, Serta, and Sleepies. Get a Serta Memory Foam Queen mattress for just $397. Plus, Friday through Monday, take home a free adjustable base with your qualifying mattress. Up to a $699 value, free. You won't find savings this big anywhere else. Hurry in. This offer ends Monday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio. It's Message Monday, and broadcasting from Studio 14B, I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you with some music from Casting Crown's Life of Praise. Enjoy the music as we come at you with the theme of Go. Coming at you in just a few moments. Enjoy the music. Again, friends, welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love and influencing and inspiring all to overcome the odds. This is the music of Casting Crowns. I'm Jay Trainer, coming to you from Studio 14B, and we've got some incredible stuff to cover with you today. It's Message Monday here on Untorn, and this episode of Untorn is made possible by our friends at Kingdom Bound. Check them out at www.kingdombound.com. Live this summer from July 22nd through the 25th at Darien Lake here in western New York. It's only 71 days away. We will be involved at Kingdom Mountain on Saturday, July 25th, my friends. Welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys here on Message Monday. We're continuing on in this theme called Go. And as you can see from the title, we're looking at this whole idea of atrophy in quote-unquote motion. Well, I was getting ready for winter last year, about six months ago. I noticed that I wasn't too excited about how I had been dieting and how I didn't feel great about my physical health. See, I was in a place where I was completely, completely frustrated with where my physical health was going at the time. And to be quite honest with you, I very much felt like a failure when it came to staying active and being involved with different things. It's a vicious cycle of not feeling up to par when it comes to being in shape And then being further frustrated that you aren't in shape, so you don't do anything about it. So you keep going down that road of being in this habit of being lazy and frustrated, lazy and frustrated. Eventually, the cycle of despair needs to stop. There needs to be something that comes along in our lives to point us in the right direction. My muscles in the late fall of last year, 2008, 14, we're beginning to atrophy. Atrophying takes place when we don't work out, when we don't work out our muscles, when you don't stay active, when you don't stay alert about what's going on around you. Atrophying, by definition, means to have something die off. And my muscles were dying, and physically, I was a wreck. I felt like a wreck. I was not in a good spot. It's a humbling feeling, but the cycle, like I mentioned, needs to end somewhere along the way. I thought running would solve it. I thought, man, I'm going to go out and hit the road. I'm going to just go running. 
So I started running again. And it worked for a little while. It worked for a little bit. Until it got really cold out. And for those of you who don't know, the Northeast this winter really got hit hard. And really crushed my dreams of running outside. Got frustrated. Some might mention, hey, why don't you try treadmill running? Running indoors. Hey, that's always an option. Yeah, it is. But I have to tell you, I loathe, I absolutely detest, I hate treadmill running. You're running in place on this conveyor belt. And so I said, you know what, I'm not going to do the treadmill running thing. We don't even have a treadmill in our home. So still feeling bad for my situation and kind of playing this pity party game, my wife mentioned that it might be best to hit the gym and begin to find a personal trainer to bring us to the right place physically, mentally, and even emotionally. We needed help. Both my wife, Marie, and I needed help. And so, we did break the cycle, and we went for it. Our trainer, his name's Kevin, he's a friend from our college days, he started putting together things that would help us. He put things into motion. We began taking action. We began working out the right muscle groups and at the right weight intervals and repetitions when it came to doing dumbbells and things like that. I started nailing down a routine and having this routine be refined over the course of the last six months. And there were really three things that came about that helped contribute to start allowing me to feel better about myself. The first one was this, the willingness to work out. The second thing was the focus of what groups of muscles to train and stretch and how to do it, how to work out. And then there was the third thing, the power of my diet and what I was consuming, what I was bringing in to the inside of my body. And all three were needed to change. All three needed to change in my life cycle in order to get things rolling. Otherwise, I would still be atrophying the muscles today. My friends, it's been quite a journey these last six months. And I've been able to strive and get better with it. My strength is up. My routines are up. My muscle mass has improved. And I feel better about things. I think that this pattern can also be similar to the spiritual side of who we are. Without the willingness, without the focus, without the right power, our spiritual muscles will begin to grow weak. And we begin, we will begin to atrophy spiritually instead of being on the mission to go. My friends, today let's look at an example of spiritual atrophy in motion and neglecting growth in the Lord. I invite you to check out the book of Acts, chapter 5, and we're going to read the first 11 verses as it pertains to atrophying and not walking right with the Lord. Check this out. But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge, he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit 
and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land. While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon those who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. Now after an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. While the young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. And it's pretty powerful stuff when you think about this story. It's, it's really atrophy in motion. Now I know by definition, atrophying is not motion at all. It's motionless. But in this case, it's spiritual atrophy in motion. The first thought that I would have for you tonight, as it comes to spiritual atrophy and how it cancels out the mission of going, is this. The willingness to lie. Remember earlier I talked about three different points as it pertains to working out in my life. The willingness to work out, the focus of what groups of muscles to train and stretch and how to do it, and then the third thing is the power of my diet and what I am consuming. Atrophy in motion, the opposite, especially when it comes to spiritually speaking, there's this willingness to lie and it's found all over this story. The overall problem in this story, first and foremost, isn't the fact that they held back from the Lord. Ananias and Sapphira were free to give whatever their hearts desire. The problem, however, was found in their willingness. Just like we need to have the willingness to work out and ask for help, these two, this husband and wife team, were willing to serve the greater issue of a lie that they were living out. When we serve and live for a lie, we have to keep up appearances. We have to keep up appearances with others as though what we are going through is some weird, twisted version of the truth. It all begins with a willingness to lie and embrace the lie in the first place. All too often, however, God is is trying to establish and reveal truth for us and in our lives. But we aren't willing to receive it because we want to paint a picture to others that we have it all together, that we have it all figured out, and that what we are living for is truth. The counter to this, the opposite of this, is establishing and having conviction that it isn't okay to lie, ever. That's how you fight the willingness to lie. Establishing and having this conviction that says it is not okay to lie. 
What it does is it wrecks somebody's integrity. It wrecks your character. And it it ultimately treats someone with disrespect and lack of dignity for where they are at. Lying, just like any other sin, can creep in, it can seep in, and become part of our DNA. This is the beginning to spiritual atrophy. It's set forward and into motion by having a willingness, a conscious choice to go in and lie about something in order to try to protect one's own story and image. There are greater things at work beyond the lie, and it's in the willingness to embrace lying in the first place. It's one thing to lie, but it's another thing to embrace the habit of saying, you know what, lying is okay, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. The second thought I'd like to share with you here on Message Monday for Untorn as we're looking at atrophy in motion. The focus is to deceive. I have to believe that the greater issue to embrace the willingness to lie is having a heart that is focused on the desire to deceive. Let's face it, we want all people to think positively about us, right? We love when people brag on us and the things that we have accomplished. We love it when people take notice of the good that we are doing. Ananias and Sapphira had a desire to receive accolades and applause for what they were willing and ready to do. When we make a significant sacrifice... We want to share. We want to share this news with other people. Here they have a plan, and it's all set in motion to deceive and put up a front and an image of who they are when they really aren't this way at all. I know many people who have put up the front, who have deceived, who put up the image. And I, I know personally that I've done this many times in my life. We love the applause. We love the accolades. I don't want to correct someone's assumption of who I am if it's not true and still flattering. We love for people, our bosses, those above us, to think positively about us. We enjoy that. I enjoy that reality. You enjoy that reality. Who doesn't? I think having character and integrity to correct someone of where we are at is key. I understand that we can't always correct everyone's opinion. I get that reality. But if we can come across, but if we come across someone who is misinformed of who we are and they are flattering to us, we should be willing to correct and share about our weaknesses to paint an accurate picture of where we are at. Otherwise, we are focused on deception. Our mission, our purpose, becomes deceptive in nature. Personally, I believe in transparency. I believe in teachability. These are a must for each person that wants to grow in God instead of embracing the atrophy that comes spiritually. We need to be transparent. We need to be teachable. We need to be pliable and moldable by the ways and the things of the Lord. So we've looked at this whole idea of the willingness to lie and the focus to deceive. 
But it all comes back to this whole idea of the power to live selfishly. Life is so much bigger than what's right in front of us. I think we would all agree to that reality. I want to serve a greater cause. But when atrophy is in motion, we are trying to save our own image and our own face. There is no missional going, as our theme suggests for this month, when we serve the God of self. If we are rooted in this theme of selfish living, it's no wonder we live to willingly lie and our focus is to deceive. It's from a heart of self-survival. Maybe we need to turn the keys of our lives over to God. Ananias and Sapphira weren't willing to do this. They embraced self. They embraced the lie. They embraced the deception. They didn't go on mission, but served the motion of spiritual atrophy. And my friends, God looks down. God's involved in our everyday lives. And he says that you're better than that. That I'm better than that. That we, we should be above that as we grow in God. We're so much more than that reality. Maybe, just maybe, it's time to start living like it. Maybe, just maybe, it's time for our focus and our attention not to be on this willingness to lie or the focus to deceive or the power to live selfishly. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. But when we hand over the keys of our hearts to the Lord, when we give it to Him, that's when we don't have to live selfishly anymore. We begin to live selflessly. And then we begin to have our lives have purpose and meaning and to go ungodly mission. Don't allow the enemy or others to distract you and get you caught up in the system and the process of spiritual atrophy. Get caught up in going on God's mission for your life. Remember, my friends, you are made for so much more than you could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. I leave you with some music from 10th Avenue North. I hope and pray that you enjoy it as you have the chance to listen to it in the background. And I appreciate who you are. Remember, have don't have a willingness to lie. Don't have the focus to deceive. And don't have the power to live selfishly. Live selflessly. If you're interested in rescuing a child out of poverty in Jesus' name, I invite you to check out our Compassion website at www.compassion.com infusion. Also, don't forget to check out previous episodes of Untorn on iTunes, available for PC or Mac. And you can also check out our app on iOS and Android called Infusion Now. I want to thank you. Uh, to our friends, too, over at Kingdom Bound for helping us get this podcast thing rolling even more. And thank you to you for being part of our story and allowing us to be part of yours. You have been listening to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life, broadcasting love, inspiring and influencing all to overcome the odds 
We'll see you on Thursday for follow-up Thursday, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we continue in this series called Go. God bless you, my friends. Infusion, Untorn, our wordmark, and our button logo are all trademarks of Infusion Incorporated. And this episode, this podcast, is copyright 2015, Infusion Incorporated, Untorn, and J Trainer. God bless you, my friends. Enjoy the music of 10th Avenue North. We'll see you Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on untorn.net. <laughs>